This is the Sunday Worship Podcast. Hello and welcome to Sunday Worship on Salvationist Radio. I'm Beth Gibson from Territorial Headquarters and it's a pleasure to be with you today. A little later on, Captain Rob Westwood-Payne, Corps Officer at Maidenhead, is going to be speaking to us about the road to Emmaus. But just now, let's pray together. Lord Jesus, as we enter this time of worship, let us open our eyes to your glory. As we process the events of Easter, help us to feel your presence beside us. As we seek you today, may we find joy and hope in your resurrection amidst the doubts and fears we may face. We ask this in your name. Amen. Let's share together in a Bible reading from Luke chapter 24 and verses 13 to 35. I'm reading from the New Living Translation. The Walk to Emmaus That same day, two of Jesus' followers were walking to the village of Emmaus, seven miles from Jerusalem. As they walked along, they were talking about everything that had happened. As they talked and discussed these things, Jesus himself suddenly came and began walking with them, but God kept them from recognising him. He asked them, What are you discussing so intently as you walk along? They stopped short, sadness written across their faces. Then one of them, Cleopas, replied, You must be the only person in Jerusalem who hasn't heard about all the things that have happened there the last few days. What things? Jesus asked. The things that happened to Jesus. The man from Nazareth, they said. He was a prophet who did powerful miracles, and he was a mighty teacher in the eyes of God and all the people. But our leading priests and other religious leaders handed him over to be condemned to death, and they crucified him. We had hoped he was the Messiah who had come to rescue Israel. This all happened three days ago. Then some women from our group of his followers were at his tomb early this morning, and they came back with an amazing report. They said his body was missing, and they had seen angels who told them Jesus is alive. Some of our men ran out to see, and sure enough, his body was gone, just as the women had said. Then Jesus said to them, You foolish people, you find it so hard to believe all the prophets wrote in the scriptures. Wasn't it clearly predicted that the Messiah would have to suffer all these things before entering his glory? Then Jesus took them through the writings of Moses and all the prophets, explaining from all the scriptures the things concerning himself. By this time they were nearing Emmaus and the end of their journey. Jesus acted as if he were going on, but they begged him, stay with the night with us since it is getting late. So he went home with them. As they sat down to eat, he took the bread and blessed it. Then he broke it and gave it to them. Suddenly, Their eyes were opened, and they recognised him. And at that moment he disappeared. They said to each other, Didn't our hearts burn within us as he talked with us on the road and explained the scriptures to us? And within the hour they were on their way back to Jerusalem. There they found the eleven disciples and the others who had gathered with them, who said, The Lord really has risen, he appeared to Peter. Then the two from Emmaus told their story, of how Jesus had appeared to them as they were walking along the road, and how they had recognised him, 
as he was breaking the bread. Amen. I wonder if you have the sort of friend who often checks in on how you are and just loves to give you their love and their time. Perhaps you're one of those people, a dropper inner, someone who's always checking up on how people are, and you love giving your love and time to them. Gail and I certainly have great friends who check in on each other, and even if we're not close enough to drop in as often as we'd like, we do it over social media like WhatsApp or Facebook Messenger. We all need people who drop in on us, people who check that we're okay, people who ask how we're doing and genuinely want to know the answer, people who talk through what's going on in our lives, people who are prepared to just listen, to just be present with us. What I've noticed is that after Jesus' resurrection, Jesus did just that. He dropped in on his followers. He appears to Mary in the garden and asks her, Dear woman, why are you crying? He drops in on his disciples in that locked room in Jerusalem and shows them his wounds in, the ha- in his hands and side. A week later, he drops in again on Thomas and the other disciples to prove that he was resurrected. And he drops in on the beach later on and cooks a fish breakfast for his followers. Paul tells us that beyond Easter, Jesus dropped in on 500 of his followers, then to James, then to all his disciples, and finally, on the road to Damascus, on Paul himself. Jesus seems to understand that after the torrid events of Easter and his resurrection, his followers needed him simply to drop in. They needed his presence. They needed his reassurance. The Bible reading we shared this morning is a snapshot of what Jesus brings when he drops in on us. The two disciples on the road to Emmaus are sad and angry. They're desperate for help. Walking away from Jerusalem, walking away from everything that's happened. They're disappointed, they're bewildered, they're dejected, they're desperate for someone to help them. And just at that moment, a stranger that they don't recognise, walking in the same direction, drops in on them and helps them out. How? Well, it seems that he gives them a multi-point sermon. Certainly the way Luke seems to tell it. It's almost as if he whipped the Old Testament scrolls out of his pocket and threw up a 50-point PowerPoint presentation. Now, of course, that's not what happened. Luke tells us that Jesus did indeed open the whole story of the Old Testament from Genesis through to Malachi and showed how only the Anointed One could take on Israel and the world's suffering dying under its weight and then rising again at the beginning of God's new creation and making us God's new people. But Jesus wasn't giving Cleopas and his companion a sermon. He told them this not for information, not as education and teaching. He told it for connection. He connected them to the faith of their past. He connected them to their hope for the future. And most of all, He connected them to himself. You see, life's questions and issues are all answered through the presence of Jesus. That's what's behind all this. The principle is that life's questions and issues are answered through God's word and the personal presence of Jesus 
dropping in on us and walking beside us. Jesus always has time for us. Jesus will always respond to an invitation to spend time with us. Now, we sometimes get too busy. Our calendars can be very full. Our task list is far too long. But Jesus always has time for us. When the two disciples finally recognised Jesus as he broke bread at their dinner table, they discovered that what the risen Jesus gives most isn't a sermon, but himself, his presence. He offers us the gift of himself, promising to give power to our lives through his Holy Spirit's presence to enable us to be effective and faithful soldiers for him. When the two disciples realised that Jesus had been with them, they recognised that their hearts burned within them in response. Being in the presence of Jesus changed these disciples to people of opened eyes and burning hearts. They were energised. They shared together in a Bible reading. From Luke so much so they forgot about sleep and, and everything else they planned for the day and ran I'm back to Jerusalem to tell the other disciples they had the seen him. to Emmaus. They were left with that same day, fire. two of Jesus' followers were walking to the Jesus village of Emmaus to do the same seven miles from Jerusalem. He longs to be invited to give along, the gift of his presence. They were talking about so everything that, that had happened burn within us, and as we they become and discussed these things. Fire. Jesus himself Jesus suddenly came to walk and began with us walking now with them. at this very moment. But God kept them from recognizing. I guess that many him. of us can look back in the past. He asked them and see where Jesus what are you has discussing with us? so intently as you walk along. We can certainly pray that Jesus they will remain short. with us and walk with us Sadness in the future. Written across but their the faces walk is a now moment. And one of them, clear past, so replied, the "Is you must be spending enough time in with Jesus now? Who hasn't heard about all the, the things moment. that have happened there in this the last few days? Are we talking to Jesus now?" About what the things is that happened to Jesus in our lives. The man right from now. Nazareth, they said. He was a prophet who did powerful miracles. Message together. And he was a mighty teacher in the eyes of God and all the people. Wherever you are right now. But our leading priests and other religious leaders handed him over to be condemned to death. And they crucified him. But we had hoped he was the Messiah who had come to rescue Israel. This all happened three days ago. Listening, learning. Then some women from our group of his followers were at his tomb early this morning, and they came back with an amazing report. They said his body was missing, and they had seen angels who told them Jesus is alive. Some of our men ran out to see him, and sure enough, his body was gone, just as the women had said, then Jesus said to them, my prayer is, you foolish people, you find it so hard to believe all the prophets wrote in the scriptures. Wasn't it clearly predicted that the Messiah would have to suffer all these things before entering his glory? Then Jesus took them through the writings of Moses and all the prophets, explaining from all the scriptures the things concerning himself. By this time they were nearing Emmaus and the end of their journey. Jesus acted as if he were going on, but they begged him, stay with the night with us since it is getting late. So he went home with them. As they sat down to eat, he took the bread and blessed it. Then he broke it and gave it to them. Suddenly their eyes were opened and they recognised him. And at that moment he disappeared. They said to each other, didn't our hearts burn within us as he talked with us on the road and explained the scriptures to us? And within the hour they were on their way back to Jerusalem. There they found the eleven disciples and the others who had gathered with them, who said, the Lord really has risen, he appeared to Peter. 
Then the two from Emmaus told their story of how Jesus had appeared to them as they were walking along the road and how they had recognized him as he was breaking the bread. Amen. You feel alone or rejected. We think just now of those who are aging, those who are facing serious illness or family circumstances that mean they feel that no one is truly with them. We ask that you will help us to see more clearly where they are so that we can be loyal friends to them in your name, we pray, so that we can drop in on them and check in on them in your name. Lord Jesus, we do pray that if the people we're thinking of are isolated because of any form of prejudice, looking longingly at the lives of those who have company and communities of support, we ask you to show us the beauty of all humanness and call us to draw near in love, we pray. Give to us your people the courage and authenticity to share together the questions that we have about life and faith, as Cleopas and his companion did on the road to Emmaus. We ask you to help us to create an environment where honesty is possible, so that we can genuinely discuss tougher issues together. We ask that as we come together in worship, we may recognise the wonder of the gift which lies there, the gift of your presence, and receive it in truth as your life with us. Lord Jesus, we pray these prayers in your precious name. Amen. Our thanks to Captain Rob for sharing with us today. And thank you for joining us on Salvationist Radio for Sunday worship. And now a benediction. 
May the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with us all evermore. Amen. Perhaps you're one of those people, a dropper inner, someone who's always checking up on how people are, and you love giving your love and time to them.